Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to Bit Friends Podcast. I am your host, Valerie Molyneux, coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts where it is steaming, it is roasting temperature. We're over the 92 mark, and so I'm not venturing out. I I pray that those who are venturing out will have on all the sunblock they're going to need. Um, I am honored today to be sitting with um, online with a dear friend. I want to take this time to publicly introduce to you our newest co-host of our podcast. Uh, this person is a longtime friend. I think we first connected in 2015, and we'll chat a little about that. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome to this podcast today, Tiffany Grant. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? Hi, Val. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so honored to be able to introduce you to our audience. Um, Again, our audience is, um, Mark has the stats. We are all over the world at this point. Um, We're just so proud of what we're doing. Um, So welcome. Let's get into a little conversation because um, you're not like other folks that have time and leisure to have this conversation. You're still at work. So let's jump in. Exactly. It's Tiffany Grant. Let's see. Um, I'm Tiffany Grant. I live in Brooklyn, New York. I have two little kids, a four-year-old and a one-year-old and a lovely supportive husband. I have two dogs. Um, I I work a full-time job from my remotely from my apartment in Brooklyn Uh, And I, on the side, I advocate for vitiligo, and I've been doing so for the past five or six years. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you're part of this big family, and we're glad to have you. You've been supportive to the New York and is the co-leader of our New York affiliate, um, Big Friends. And so tell us how long you've had vitiligo. Of course. Can you hear me? Are you, how long have you out. had vitiligo? I have had vitiligo since I was seven years old. So seven years old, you're in that age group in elementary school where bullies uh, are out there. Have you had um, any um, experience with the bullies? Uh, absolutely, unfortunately. Um You know, it's funny because I used to tell people when they would ask me this question, uh, I would always say, you know, I've never been bullied and it's never bothered anyone. And I would say this because I felt like if I told them the truth, then they wouldn't accept me, uh, which is irrational. It was just all in my head. But I, I, I said, I thought if people knew that I was bullied or, um, or comments were made about me, then they would look at me the same way as the bullies did. So I, I always kept that to myself. And, and yes, 
Yes, they were a good handful of times. Yeah. No, we need to hear that because kids out there today that are being bullied, we want them to know that they're not alone. Us as adults, we've been through that. And so it is, it's real good to share that, really, really good to share that, especially with the, the younger generation who looks up to you. They need to hear all of it. So have, were you familiar with vitiligo when you were first diagnosed? Is there any family history of vitiligo for you? No family history that I know of. Um, my mother brought me to see a dermatologist when I was seven. She also said that she brought me a second time that I don't remember, but the dermatologist said I had a rash and they gave me an ointment and to be on, they sent me on my way. Uh, there was no other information. There was no conversation that I'm aware of because I was seven. Uh, so I don't know what conversation or what my mom or father had listened to about vitiligo, but we did not have a name for it. We didn't have a name for it for a few years until someone approached me in a grocery store and said, hey, I think you have vitiligo. Wow. So you, you go to this doctor. He, did he, he, he apparently didn't give you a name for it. He instead called it a rash, and he gave you treatment for it? Yeah, a little tube of ointment, and I just remember having to apply that for I don't know, a few days. I, I don't fully remember. Um, nothing happened, and then that was that. <laughs> and then my vitiligo spread drastically, and and that we just never it was, we just called it my white spots, and that was, wow. that was about it. Here you are, elementary. Let's move on up to middle school, high school, because kids are beginning to like boys, boys are beginning to like girls, and, you know, your little dating and what have you. How was all of that for you? Uh, middle school was awful. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of awful for most people because <laughs> hmm. you are um, in that stage of you, know, you don't really know who you are. You don't. You want to be accepted. You want people to like you. Um, the kids could be very judgmental and uh so, but I discovered makeup in middle school uh, coverage. So I, I would use um, makeup or clothing to cover my vitiligo as much as I can. And in high school, I discovered the lovely spray tan, my nice orange spray tan that I would get a couple times a week. Um, and the dating was interesting because it was – a few people, I, had, I was always in, like, long-term relationships. I didn't actually date date until right before I met my husband. Um, but I would never announce that I had vitiligo until we'd become intimate. Sorry, Dad, you could take a bathroom break right now if you want. <laughs> I know Dad, I thought Dad was listening. So, <laughs> Here you are using makeup and using coverage, but at this point, what percentage of your body would you say was engaged in vitiligo? You know, it was interesting because it, it changed often. My vitiligo spreads and then goes away and spreads. Um, I mean, never fully goes away, but it repigments and then it moves. Um, so by middle school, it covered a lot of my my um my shins my elbows my arms my um my thighs like it, it, my neck my face 
Um, and then the more time I spent in the sun, the more it would repigment. Uh-huh. And, and by high school, it was basically my knees, my feet, my head, chest, neck, face, and some of my arms. But it was easier for me to hide it um, yeah. and cover it. So today you would say what percentage, because we stutterate everything by, by percentages, what percentage of your body is engaged in vitiligo? I want to say right now I'm at a 60. I, I think I used to be at like a good 80. Now, now I'm at a 60. Percent. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, okay. It's kind of hard to tell because my, my face is fully depigmented. My neck is fully depigmented. My chest is. Um, there's a few other areas, but it's very easily, it's unnoticeable when, if I have like a, a shirt on, um, especially right. in the winter. It, when right. you see my face, it's just it's like I just look pale. <laughs> no, what, one thing that I, I, in my conversation with so many people, um, the word depression pops up. So here you are seven. Did you, until your teenage years, whatever, were you ever low, so low that you would label what you were feeling depression? Yes. Uh, I remember feeling like an extreme loneliness and sadness uh, associated with my vitiligo. But at the time, I didn't know that it was because of my bit like I didn't put that make that connection but uh-huh. because I had grown up with it like I, I've never known life without it I don't remember life without it um so it wasn't until I mean like a few years ago that I realized um where that stems from the right it was, it was very it was loneliness and it was constantly wishing that I looked different or that I or that my vitiligo would go away I had always expected it to go away I thought when I hit 20 it would go away when I hit 25 it would go away and I think a couple years ago Erica Page from Living Dappled had said she had she realized that her vitiligo was never going away and that was something she had to process and and that just hit me a few years ago (laughs) right the light bulb the light bulb turned on for you (laughs) yeah it's not going anywhere not going Wow. Anywhere. Not at all. And so we just have to accept the beauty and the uniqueness of it. It might not be that way in somebody else's eyes, but to your dad who's listening, to mom, to siblings, to your dearest friends and supporters, you were still Tiffany. You were still beautiful, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Another thing that's interesting is that my family never spoke to me about my vitiligo. They wow. never, um, and they, the only thing they would focus on was me wearing sunscreen when I went outside, yeah. but now when I speak to them, they say, well, we were, you were just always Tiffany. Like, there was nothing different about you. That was just you, and so we didn't look mm. at you any differently. We didn't treat you any differently. The conversation never had to come up because I was just Tiffany in their eyes. Pure love. That's all that is. You, you're, you're speaking about mm-hmm. love. That's pure love. Now, support system. You, obviously, your, your family, but did you connect? Tell me who your support system was and if that included a support group of any kind. Oh, no, no. I had no support from anybody. Um, I mean, I think I had one boyfriend in high school that was supportive. And then, 
and I think I had my, you know, my best friend was obviously supportive, but it wasn't really a conversation that I never, that I never made that the conversation. Uh, so support wasn't until I met my husband, and then I met someone else with vitiligo for the first time, and she introduced me to the New York chapter of Vit Friends with Dr. Nada, um, and that was the first time I had support for vitiligo. Wow. Wow. Let's move forward a little bit to um, 2015. I, I heard from you. You registered, and you joined us on the capital steps when I made that announcement. Who would join me in? You were one of these people. Tell me about your experience coming to this first gathering with over 300 people. Yes, I I went with my close friend, and she, I mean, she was amazing. She drove down to D.C. with me. I was nervous. I was shaking, and I walked in, and I remember a guy who I'd never met or spoken with before, um, he basically looked at me and welcomed me into the family, just like that. Like, didn't know anything wow. about me. Um, and we went on Capitol Hill, and I remember sitting on the lawn in the heat <laughs> and the the sun, um, and I was surrounded by people who looked like me and people who shared the same story, and I it was. I, I can't even tell you how empowering that was. Just uh, part of me wanted to be like, I need to find a way to show more of my white spots, which I had never said before in my life. <laughs> wow. So it was an amazing experience for you, encountering so many others that look like you is what you're saying. Yes. And, I mean, and then I've tried to attend most conferences after that one and each one has just they I, I don't know what I would do without it but to be surrounded by 100 200 300 people um, and feel so connected and it, it's an incredible feeling so would this be something you would encourage talk to someone right now would you encourage them to attend a, one of our conferences Yes, I think the first and a big step of coping with your vitiligo is connection and and um, support. And so I would highly suggest to look into a support group near you because, I mean, you have Vit Friends, which is a national support group, and there are many others all over the world. But, <laughs> and then attend a conference uh, because it's not just – yes, they give you um, – the educational side of it, which is fantastic because you should be educated in, in this condition, this disease. Um, but to hear that other people walk the same journey as you or to see that people have shared experiences and to feel that connection, I mean, that's, that's what human beings need. And um, I'd highly suggest looking into a conference, a vitiligo conference or support group. That is so. That is so true. Everyone that has come to attended one of these conferences, I've had emails like that would say something like, "This has saved my life." I was thinking about, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Um, we have, mm -hmm. we've had such good 
feedback from these conferences. And so we are proud um, for the, the vision to do it. The first one, set it off, set the tone um, in D.C. What a place, what a place to rock the first conference, you know. And so from there to select Detroit, then to Houston, then here in Massachusetts. And, of course, we lost out on last year for Minnesota. We're losing out again on the gathering this year in Minnesota. But we're still holding true to all the reservations and things that we've booked in Minnesota for next year going live in Minnesota. Um, we have plans to take over, they said, the largest mall in, in the world, Mall of America, is ready for our children. So if you're out there listening with children, um, it's going to be a grand time. Um, but this year, folks need to connect and really want to get a sample virtually. Uh, it's being done. Get online, find the information. You must be registered um, online. Let's bring it up today, uh, to today, Tiffany, as to the announcement we want to share. Um, tell us about this new venture that you're partnering with BitFriends and starting uh, this woman. Tell us about the women's workshop. Yes. Um, so I hosted a women's workshop a, about a month ago. I hosted two back-to-back, and uh, you were so supportive of it that you offered um, to extend my women's workshop as a chapter of Bit Friends, and and so now going forward, I will be hold I ha, I will be holding women's workshop group every month. I'll be covering all different topics for women living with vitiligo globally, um, and and I mean globally. Like the last one, what we had someone from Peru and Trinidad and. Um, so it was very, it was a, a very great way to share our stories and experiences living in different places. Um, and then I'll be doing that about once a month, and I'll be it'll be a new chapter under the friends. So it's uh, very exciting. What gave you the interest? Where did this come from? The interest in doing something like this for women. Um, so I I used to I have a history in counseling, and I've always wanted to counsel and like do group settings. And then recently I sat for, uh, my friend did hosted a poetry workshop for women. And it was, I sat through it, and I was so inspired afterwards, and this connection, this like rawness, this um, openness. I, I, I wanted, I was like, I need to create a, a space where people, where women can connect women who are living with vitiligo um, and at all different journeys in their lives, but a place where they can feel vulnerable. I know that, you know, it could be a little imi- um, imitate. Um, oh, my goodness, I can't think of the word. Intimidating. There we go. Intimidating. Yeah. It can be intimidating for some females to speak uh, honestly and openly in a group of men, and there's nothing, no offense to that, but... I wanted a space where they felt safe to talk about the things like dating or um, how to, what you do when you're intimate or like what, how do you approach these topics or have you ever felt this way? Have you ever felt that way? And, um, and so I think that that's very important for, for us to have a, a community specifically for females. 
Female empowerment. <laughs> Absolutely. I was inspired. Um, thank you for inviting me. And I tell you, I, I just sitting there and hearing each each woman tell their journey, their their story of, of um and their experience with vitiligo was very interesting. And they there was such um a level of comfort that everyone felt. I mean, before you knew it, everybody had a Kleenex. It was it was touching. It was really deep. I, I was moved by it and I got to see firsthand your experience, your knowledge of your way of working with with these women it was was touching was touching so thank you for bringing that on board go ahead yeah no i'm very i'm very happy i i I can't wait for the next workshop which will be on june 17th at 7 p.m and i tell you please say that time again because i'm telling you're going to have a full house please say that information again Yes, it's, um, I'll be hosting the next women's workshop. It'll be Coping with Vitiligo. It's the way to ring in World Vitiligo Day. Um, I'm opening this group to more women so that way uh, we can, it'll be based on our stories and a little bit of coping techniques. And it'll be June 17th at 7 p.m. I, I believe that's a Thursday. Uh, I'll have the details on, we have a Facebook group now under Vit Friends. It's called um, it's called Vitiligo, a woman's group. So the information will be there. It's on my Instagram account. Um, it's, registrations are through uh, Eventbrite, free online virtual meeting. So very exciting. Awesome. So we hope people with um, women take advantage of this. If you didn't grab the information, uh, check it out on our website and the other social media platforms that Tiffany have spoken about. Worst case scenario, you can't can't remember all of that, please call us at 844-374-3639, or you can write us at support at vitfriends.org, and we'll get you that support. Now, Tiffany, not only do we welcome you uh, with this new venture for women, and offering women a, a, a forum where they could be open, honest, um, be themselves. Um, I just felt it was, would be another avenue and another way to reach others would be through a blog, um, a, a podcast. And so uh, we are happy to, to set you up with your own show. Um, tell us a little about what you're hoping to do with the show. Yes, so uh, a new podcast is coming, um, me being your co-host, and it will, right now, I I do have, like I said, I have two kids, four and one, um, so time is not always on my side, but I am hoping to put out right now uh, two, two episodes a month. One will be more around our workshop. So I hope the first one will be around coping with vitiligo. The second one, I would love to interview um, women living with vitiligo. Um, So that's the plan now. So I'll do a workshop podcast and then an interview podcast um, episode. And and then like the following month, I was, you know, all different, we'll cover all different topics from 
dating to treatment to family to, I mean, whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> this is wonderful. And I tell people all the time when we first um, introduced the 800 line, uh, 844-374-3639, we wanted to make it absolutely clear that we do not offer counseling, we do not offer therapy, we do not offer psychiatry. Um, we are just here to support, to encourage, to uplift our visualizer community. But I, I love the fact that Tiffany is coming prepared, armed, and you have done some counseling. We want to talk a little about that again. You don't have to go, go as deep as you want. But I want the folks to know that you're skilled in what you're doing. So tell us a little about that. Yes, I mean, it's been, it's been a while. Um, it was a, before the kids. I am not a mental health professional. Um, I am not certified as a mental health professional right now. I did get my hours, uh, my 350 hours for uh, case activity, so credentialed alcohol and substance abuse counselor in training. I was working on my training hours with internships, and, and I had my working on my degree, um, psychology with a concentration in addiction and counseling. So I, I use the skills that I have learned in the past. Um, I have started following a different path of my career, so I'm, I'm not doing that right now, but I, I use the skills and I apply them to this workshop and podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Now, again, if anybody wants to contact you, are you uh, what email should they use? Is it the, it's called my vitiligo. I know there was a different email. Tell the folks if they wanted to contact you directly. Where, where should they go? Yes, yeah, the best way to contact me is via email. It's, it's called vitiligo.grant, G-R-A-N-T, at the spoke, oh, I'm sorry, not the first. That's my job. At gmail.com. Uh, I have about five or six different email addresses. So it's, it's called vitiligo.grant at gmail.com. I also have my Instagram account, and that is, it's called vitiligo.grant. And the new women's group on Facebook, it's called Vitiligo, a women's group. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm going to do something different. We're going to open the lines for 10 minutes only. I do this from time to time. If you would like to call in, if your dad's listening, uh, um, family's listening, anyone have any quick questions for Tiffany, the line will be open for only 10 minutes. You can call her at 516-9973. One more time, 516-666-9973. For the first two callers, uh, to either welcome Tiffany or ask a question, the line is now open for you. Tiffany, what has your husband said? I'm drifting away. I should have asked this earlier. Meeting a beautiful, because that's the comment I get a lot. Who is Tiffany? What is she about? She is so beautiful. Is she a model? When your husband met you, you were in the midst of this riddle I go. And I want to applaud him for, like, all of us with husbands on this journey, us women, God has blessed us with some strong men, some encouraging and 
from supportive men. What did your husband say about your vitiligo? And as you're venturing into now these other avenues, what is he saying? So I met my husband online on an online dating website. And, uh, you know, we emailed back and forth. I never mentioned my vitiligo in my profile. I never mentioned it to him. I hit it with the spray hands. Um, we went on three dates. Again, Dad, did you have to go to the bathroom? Uh, the third date, we got, <laughs> we got a little bit, you know, intimate. And before anything, I had to, I had to basically give him a disclaimer, like a, a warning. Hey, heads up! I was shaking. I was nervous. I was like, I just, you need to know that I have this thing called vitiligo. Not contagious, obviously. Um, I do hide it with my spray tan, and it's very visible. Um, I just, I just want you to be aware before, like, we move forward and shock you. And he's like, "Vitiligo? Oh, okay. Why are you telling me this?" <laughs> and I said, well, "Just, you didn't know I had it." He's like, "It doesn't make a difference." Mm. I don't. He's like, "I still don't understand why you're, why you need to tell me this." He was just so thrown. He's like, "It did not matter. It did not matter." And from that day forward, I mean, we've been together for eight years now. And so for that, he has been my number one support in everything I do. He is the one that pushed me to stop covering my vitiligo as much. He's the one who pushed me to talk about it. He's the one who pushed me to approach that first person with vitiligo and speak mm. to them. He's pushed me to do a podcast. He pushed me to, like, he is, he just thinks, I am uh, one. He loves my spots. He has a few favorites that he loves. <laughs> but he is—he is my number one support. Um, I tell him I'm going to do this, and it's going to take up this amount of time, and and it has to do with vitiligo. Yes, yes, yes. Like, let's make it work. Absolutely. All that you've said again, like I said earlier, all that you just said—pure love. I hear pure love. So. To Mr. Grant, Grant, we salute you, sir. You saw what you saw, and you loved what you saw, and that be it. That is it. I love that. Mm -hmm. Great story. Uh, So the lines are open, 516-666-9973. And like I said, Tiffany has to get back to work, but she is giving us this time, so I wanted to to get in here and, and just find out, um, you know, a little more about who you are, what you're about, and to make these announcements that you are now, actually, sir, you have three hats, co-leader of our New York City group, affiliate with um, Pat Rossi and Richard Rossi, our videographer, photographer, and hopefully doing some work with on our um social media platforms with me sometime soon. And you're co-leading with them. Now you're leading this woman's workshop. And I tell you, let's just put it out there. Um, I just got on today and I think I saw 15 people wanting to join. Am I I making this up? So many people requesting to be part of this thing. What has that been like for you? Yeah, yeah. I just it was it was interesting because I just approved members yesterday and I popped on today. I was like, oh, there are 15 new members waiting. So okay. I think we have 
I just started it late last, early last Tiffany, week. Tiffany, I'm going to ask you to hold. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you to hold. You have a call. Hold on a minute. Hello? Hello and welcome. Who's calling us, please? This is Alicia from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, welcome. Tiffany. How are you? <laughs> Tiffany, can you hear us? didn't want to leave us hanging. <laughs> I, don't, I just wanted to call and say hello and how awesome Tiffany is. And she was one of my first ones I met in D.C. and, um, you know, have been friends since. And it's just been uh, a wonderful family member that I've been able to add and uh, love you guys. So, yeah, she's, she's a great role model and, and a perfect person to have, um, have for this women's group. Well, thank you, darling. So glad you know. Yep. Any words I, I for Alicia, her, was that your first? Yes, was that your first um, 2000 uh, at the Washington? Was that your first meeting as well? We met at our first time, right? Both of us. Yes. Yeah, that was the first, yeah. time, first meeting. <laughs> first well, thank you so much. I really appreciate thank that. Thank you so I, much. You, you're the person I look up to. So. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you more. Stay well. Thanks. Bye. So there you have it, um, our marketing director from Minnesota uh, popping on in. Uh, so the lines are still open. We have a couple more minutes. Um, do you remember the last question I asked you, Tiffany? No. <laughs> <laughs> About how many people I got on there um, between yesterday and today, and I saw so many friend requests on your page. Yes, so we had over 15 today. Uh, we've had, I think we had uh, five yesterday, like 16 the other day, uh, maybe another 15 the day before. So, I mean, it's been less than a week, and we have over 50 members right now, which is exciting. Wow, wow. So it tells you that people are really feeling this thing. People are really ready to hear what you have to say and to uh, something different to add to their, you know, to their lives. Are you ready for this? Are you really, really ready for this? Yes, I'm ready for, for them. I want to, I want to hear from them. I want to see what they would like to speak about. And I want to learn from these ladies. I mean, they all have incredibly inspiring stories and, and that's what I'm excited for. Well, Tiffany, this was a wonderful couple of minutes with you today. I am so excited for our future together. You're an amazing, amazing addition to our Vic Friends family. You have been, but now with these um, two avenues of getting you in to speak directly to our women, especially our younger women, somehow we, we want them to know that they're, they're not alone. People are going to look at you, stare giggle, point, but you're going to be encouraged in this women's um, workshop to to be all that you can be and as beautiful as you are. And as co-host, oh, my goodness, I've, I've heard a little sample, and I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to rock. Your podcast is going to be amazing. Last words, Tiffany, if you will, to someone out there, a woman who is struggling. You're struggling with pandemic. 
You're struggling with four-year-olds and one-year-olds. You're struggling with whatever you're struggling with. How can you encourage them right now before you leave us? Um, that's a lot to deal with. And I, I don't take it lightly because I have been there and I still, you know, teeter on the border of like acceptance and struggle. I think we all do. Um, you are not alone. I think that that is the most important thing because I, like, I, I come from that, that place of feeling completely alone. You are not alone. You're not alone in the pandemic. Not alone in having the LIGO. You're not alone in raising your kids and um, or having a job and all these things. You're you're not alone. There are people out there who want to welcome you with open arms and accept you for who you are. You just have to you just have to find them. And and the good start is by opening your uh, your Google and, and typing in vitfriends.org and, and finding us. Absolutely. You don't have to ever, from today, feel like you're alone in the world. Um, I heard one of the uh, um, uh, other co-hosts, Mark Braxton, interviewed um, several men, and one said that at one point he felt like he was all alone in the world. No, it's not. So you're hearing that today. You're not alone. Be you man, woman, child. Be you Hindu, be you Jew, be you uh, whatever you are, there's a family here waiting for you. And Tiffany, I thank you. I thank you for giving up of your lunch hour to do this with us. Bless you. Stay well. Stay safe. We love you tremendously and hope you know that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I love you. You guys are family. Absolutely. Thank you, baby. Stay well. Bye-bye now. Hi. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my amazing, amazing guest today, Tiffany Grant, co-host of our podcast and our women's workshop leader. We're excited. We're moving ahead. Big Friends is on the move. We're boots on the ground. There's real, real work to be done in our community, and we're ready, we're armed, and ready to go. God bless you. Stay well. You're loved by Big Friends. We are supported and sponsored by my Vitiligo's team, and we have lots prepared to do for you. For example, our next upcoming show uh, is my show on June 12th with Tiffany Grant of North Carolina followed by um, Mark Braxton's show on June uh, 13th with Andre Joachim um, out of Chicago. We love you. We bless you. We're here for you. God be with you until the next time. Bye-bye now.